Thank you for listening to the show. Coming at you live from the Belmont studio here in Lexington, Kentucky. Amber is in the studio with me. Amber, when you hear that song, don't you just picture Sandra Hall walking through the gym? I don't picture Sandra Hall walking through the gym, but I'm going to let you keep that image in your head. Uh, We had a big day yesterday. We went back to our hometown. How many years has it been since we went back to our hometown of Topmost, Kentucky? Um, It has been a full two years for me, I know, since I've been home, but I still have a lot of family there. It's been six years for me. Six years, and because my mom doesn't live there anymore, my dad doesn't live in Eastern Kentucky anymore. Well, you know, what started it all was, you know, Banks and I have been really good friends for, what, 23 years? Yeah. That's what we added. We met in second grade. We met in second grade. Uh, we've been uh, really good friends since, and, you know, we live like a mile away from each other now. Yeah. So, we try to hang out about once a week. Yeah. And there's always a common occurrence between us. Yeah. What's that common occurrence? We always look through the yearbook. We always get the yearbooks out. We always get the yearbooks and talk about our, not high school memories, but grade school school memories. memories. And we were looking through the yearbook like we normally do, and we both were talking about how we would like a new yearbook because I lost mine in my house fire when I was in seventh grade. And and I have completely written all in mine. Uh, I will gladly post pictures. Yeah. So we wanted new yearbooks. So... Luckily, we keep in contact with some of the teachers from back there. You contacted Miss Candace Nichols. I contacted Miss Candace Nichols, who was our librarian. Yes. Um, and is still a librarian yes. at Beaverick Elementary. And I think she told us she'd been there for 26 years. Yeah. That's a uh, long time. That's a long time. Yeah. But I think the thing, you know, that some people always forget is, you know, not only did, you know, we remember Candace, but Candace remembered us. Yeah. And I feel weird even calling her Candace. Yeah. It's Miss Nichols. Nichols. Miss Nichols. Yeah. And we reached out to her, said we would like to go get a yearbook, and she said, come on. And she said, Popped in the truck. We drove down to Topmost. It was about a two and a half hour drive. Yep. And what a day it was to spend the day once again where it all started. Where it all started. We met each other at that school. We met each other at that school. I met a lot of the people. We both met a lot of the people that we're still friends with at that school. Pulling uh, up in the driveway when we got there, I really got butterflies because it was nothing but good memories at that school. And it was a lot of the, good memories. The people, the energy that that school had. the the it, it, it still had it when we walked in. Very much so. And, you know, it was weird because, you know, we were walking up and one of the first people that we see was Alyssa Howard, right. who was someone that we had went to school. We were actually a little older than Alyssa. Yeah, we went to school with we her. We went to school with her, and she was the face that greeted us. Yes. And she this, was so pleasant. The, hos- the hospitality that came out of this girl, well, not a girl, she's not a girl anymore, she's a woman. Uh, I mean, just like I told her last night, that added to the excitement of this trip. How great was Alyssa? She was amazing. Alyssa was great. Alyssa. If you listen to the show, thank you for being such a gracious person that day. You it, made our experience better. She did, yeah. and and she, I am very appreciative. We were we were treated by Alyssa. We were welcome right away. Right away, as soon and as we walked in, we didn't even have to to say what we were there for. She literally just said, "Go on." Yes, you know, she didn't make us do formality right. and, and sign we wore, in. We wore a visitor pass, so we started down the halls and just walking down those halls. I seen a lot of ghosts, and what I mean by that is, I saw me. Walking down that hallway. I saw you running down that hallway, stopping and throwing up. I seen Isidore throwing up 
in the, in the water fountain once again. I seen Josh Sloan getting thrown into the bathroom <laughs> and getting the crap knocked out of him by everybody that we went to school with. I mean, I, I seen all of those ghosts. I and mean, we, I even I walked think, in the bathroom. Well, I did too. I actually remember today. Uh, your sister referenced, you know, the bathroom picture I had taken. I, I did. I took a picture in the bathroom uh, because it was the last place that I have a documented picture of me, Kendra, and our friend Amanda who passed away. That was the last place that we were all three together. Well, yeah, and, and what amazed me about just the whole school really is walking into that bathroom, the sinks are lower, the the mirrors are lower, the urinals are real low. They build it for kids. For children. For children. So it was very... I don't feel like I've grown that much, I guess, since our last time there. Because, I mean, we were there until we were 13. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't feel like I've grown a whole foot since I was 13. <laughs> I did. Well, you might. <laughs> I did. But it was definitely, yeah. Um, I attempted to sit down to use the restroom, and I almost fell a little bit. I was like, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah, so we continued down the hall, and uh, we saw we saw the entrance to the gym. We saw, and that's where we used to go in and start our lunch line. Start our lunch and line. And I went in there and played basketball with the little kid. Adam played basketball with the little kid. What and was his name? I am not. I, I think I have it on the video because remember I took a video. Yeah. Uh, sitting there on the bleachers that we used to sit on 16 years ago watching you play basketball, I felt like I was 12 again. I know. I sat on those bleachers and I felt like I was ready to watch a show. I was yeah. ready to watch the fall festival again. And it was just... But I think, and I'm going to tell this part, and then I'm going to let you interject in. Um, there was some hesitation because we know a lot of the teachers that are there are actually former classmates. And we just didn't know. A lot of these people we've not seen as adults. You yeah. know, we remember them as teenagers. Yes. And so we're walking down the hallway, and each door we pass, you know, we're, we're talking, we're telling stories. Yeah. You know, this was, you know, the Kel- pop room. this was this was the pop room. This is Kelly Hall's class. This was Sandra Hall's yeah. class. Yeah, Kelly Hall's class. Just really quick, we just can't pass over Kelly Hall's class. That used to be Judy Tackett's class. That was Judy Tackett's class. And that's where I had my first kiss. Oh, jeez. It was with a girl named Heather Martin. She was my first kiss, and um, that's also the room. Where nine eleven, where we was during nine eleven. Yep, we were in that room during nine eleven. So, um, yeah, continue. And then you know we go on down. We pass Teresa Hall. We pass Missy Sexton. And then we get to uh, we pass Bobby Hall's room. Yes. And then we get to a classroom that I didn't really remember. I can't remember what was in there, but Adam stopped and he made eye contact with the teacher that was in there. And if you grew up with us. You will understand what I say when, you know, the bell rang again. This was a big moment. Um, Kevin and I used to be the best of friends in grade school. They were inseparable. We hung out all the time. We just, we got each other. We were both just goofy. And we went to different high schools after we graduated grade school, lost touch, and our friendship just kind of deteriorated. Hadn't seen each other in 12 years. Walking through the hallway, and I knew he was a teacher at this school, and I was having mixed feelings about seeing Kevin because I was like, I wonder if Kevin's even going to like, if is he going to, is he going to laugh at the things that we've been laughing about for the last ten years? Yeah, is he going to put his nose in the air at me? Like, what's he going to be like? So I saw on the wall it said Mr. Huff, and I said I gotta look in, and I looked in, and as soon as I looked in, Kevin makes eye contact with me, and I point at him. 
And then I walk away. And then I hear him as I walk away say, who was that? All I see is just the finger point. So when I look back, I'm like, what's he doing? Yeah. And then Kevin stops his class, opens his door, and said, Adam? And then I turn around and I was like, what's up? And it was like seeing two children that had been separated reunited. I know. The, 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 the energy, energy was in good. The energy in that little hallway in that moment like I think I cried a little bit. Beaver, like it, it really did. Like Teresa Hall, when I posted the picture of me and Kevin, she even was like, "Wow, wow, wow!" The dynamic duo of Adam and Kevin was back together. You were back together, even if it was just for a brief moment in the hallway. There was no awkwardness. No, there was no awkwardness. But we'll get back to Kevin because yes. we've got we've got a whole other story to tell before we get back to Kevin. What? <laughs> we went on down to the library. We, Kevin went back in his room. And we he, did. He, he went back to teaching, and we went on to the library. We did. We went on to the library to see who we went to there see to who see. who we went there to see, yes. and that was Miss Nichols. Yes. And uh, we walk in, and as soon as we walk in, you could just see the joy on her face. Like, it wasn't like, oh, hey, you guys actually came. It was, oh, my gosh, you guys actually came. She immediately runs to us. Yeah. She gives me the biggest hug. Yes. You guys did hug for a long time. I know. Well, I loved her. Yeah. I love her and Teresa were probably two of the women I feel influenced me a lot. Yeah. She was she was such she had such a strong personality and she's such a good person and she had such a genuine, authentic reaction to us walking through that door. She yep. was really happy to see us. She was. She was happy to see and us. And it was so good to see her. And oh, it was just it the library did not change. I saw us walking in there as children. I saw the book fair. The I, book fair. Yes. Dressing up as Clifford. I saw myself doing all those things. I saw us sitting there. That's where we took the um, sex ed class. We took that it in that library. We took the sex ed That's class. where we learned about sex ed in that <laughs> library. We also, oh, geez, do you remember that? that? We also, remember those chairs would sit in the library there and... We would ask ridiculous questions because we were kids. Like, I remember asking if humans could get animals pregnant. Like I feel like I remember that, and I feel like I remember being very embarrassed. <laughs> we were very immature. But we watched all those great movies. Buttercream Gang. How great was the Buttercream Gang? I love the Buttercream Gang. And what was the name of that movie that I asked Miss Nichols about? I can't remember. Uh, I forgot it already. Bear Skin. Bear Skin. Yeah. I think is when what it was. when the guy reaches in his pockets and pulls out gold. Pulls out gold. Yeah. yeah she, it was it, Bear Skin. It was great to see her. We took a picture with her. That picture's got like over a hundred likes now. It does, yeah. and it was a very good picture, you know. But we didn't immediately take a picture with us, you know. She she was a very good host. She let us go into the office of the library, which is someplace we were never allowed to go. We were not allowed behind that counter. No, that was behind the scenes right there. And we got to go in there, and, like, 10-year-old me was going crazy. And like, I liked how Miss Nichols, she, when we came to visit, she let her class, when her class would come in, she said, all right, you guys just be quiet, and uh, I'll let you have a free day. And I remember her giving us free days. Yeah, because she really wanted to talk to us. She took yep. the, she stopped what she was doing to make sure we felt at home. She didn't just say, "Oh, here you guys go, have a nice trip back." She wanted no, to talk to she us. She wanted to talk. She wanted to see how we were. We went over there in the corner and just chilled and talked. It was so comfortable. It was, but you know, I think the thing that really made me smile the most is, you know, Candace introduced us to to each class that came in. She introduced us as 
you know, here are two of our success stories. Yeah. You know, to and, and she was telling these kids, like, see, if you, if you do good, this is what will happen to you. Little did she know we suck at life. <laughs> but, you know, here she is talking about us, and then those kids grabbed our yearbooks. Yeah, they did. They, they grabbed her. I noticed that. And they were looking at us. Yeah. And they were laughing. They were saying, oh, look at them. <laughs> Wasn't that interesting how they did grab our yearbooks they, and was passing them around? They just wanted to see them. Yeah. And then, you know, we actually encountered a, a former classmate, sibling. Yeah. And it was very, you know, it was we, very, it was out, it was off the wall. And, and, and we were seeing some asking. of our, we were seeing some of our classmates' uh, relatives. Kids, relatives. And I could see their faces in their faces. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was it was really cool. And then just um, getting to see Willie Anderson. Yeah, Candace made sure that we got to see Willie. Willie. This oh, this guy, man. Willie, is insane. He really is. But you got to love him. Willie has been there. Willie actually taught my parents. That tells you how long Willie's been there. Yeah. Willie taught my parents in the 70s. He had so much influence, I believe, on a lot of people from Beaver. I just He did leave a memorable mark because... I remember Willie. Uh, I remember Willie telling this story about how he had this stove. I mean, we were kids when he was telling this story. I think I was in like the second grade. What what grade was you in in the second grade? What grade what, was I in? I mean, I mean <laughs> what what teacher did you have in the second grade? Uh, Miss Humphrey. Okay, I had Miss Lewis, and he went in there and said that this kid used to pick on him all the time, or this teacher used to pick on him all the time when he was in school, and uh, she used to just, you know. Always keep him in for recess for no reason. He said, well, one day she brought her dogs to school. And he said that there was a big burning stove in the middle of the classroom. He said one day he got, he had to stay in for recess. So he said he, Willie, looked at our second grade class and said, he said he stayed in for recess. And he took his teacher's dog and burned it in the stove. And we're in the second grade. I said, this man is crazy. And you know what? He was crazy. Did he ever tell you anything crazy? Um. So... The fact that I got to stand in the exact place that Willie stood and reenact this scene. You did. You're laughing because you already know. Oh, you did. Uh, Everything I stood was... in the exact same place that Willie stood. Um, let's see. That would have been 98. No, that would have been 97. So we're talking, I'm like, I'm like nine years old at this time. So 21 years ago, Willie Anderson looked straight at me and he was talking to me and Kendra and he said, you know what, girls? He said, when I die, I want to be cremated. And I want someone to spread my ashes all over my front yard so my wife can continue to walk all over me. <laughs> and nine-year-old me was like, oh, my God, he loves his family. He never wants to be away from them. Yeah. And it wasn't until years later when I told someone else that story that it finally dawned on me, like, holy shit, that is not what he meant. I loved Willie. I just remember story. I just remember when the buses would pull up in the morning time, Willie would be there to greet the students. And he would know a lot of the students' names. And he would be like, you know, hey, Johnny, hey, Fairy, hey, Antonio. And, like, he would be, like, saying hey to all these people. And he would, uh, like, I remember Jennifer Hunt would, she'd jump off the bus in the morning time. She She wouldn't walk down the steps. She would jump off the top of the bus of the steps. And one day it was raining. And Willie was standing out there. And she jumps off into a puddle and it splashes on Willie's khakis. And he's like, look what you did to my pants. And like grabbed her by the arm. And she just looked at him and looked back up and just like, and hopped on. (laughs) He was mad over his pants. 
But yeah, it was good to see Willie. It was it was very good to see Willie, and you know I think what made me so sad is he did not. He honestly like he remembered us, but he I don't think he remembered our names. He struggled with I think remembering our names. Yeah, I think he, I um, think so. He and did. and he'd always like you know it wasn't like oh we were just you know kids that passed through. I mean he taught my mother, my father, and me. So I think I all and my brother. You he know? did. So I he think, did remember me because he kept saying. He said uh, your sister went on to be a doctor, so he did yeah, know who I was. He, he did know who we were, um, but I mean, I think it was just that delay in him. Well, yeah. Think about how many students he came across. I, that is true. That is very true. I think he remembered our names. That is very. Did true. he end up saying them ever? I don't think he said our names. But did uh, Miss Nichols tell him who we were? No, she didn't. No. She didn't. You think she probably thought he would know? Probably. I don't even know if she talked to him. And he has, she said, we have visitors. And, you know, his face lit up when he seen us. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't, I don't and he know. he gave us a big hug. He did. He gave us both really big hugs. Um, and just as a side note, he almost ran at him over as we were leaving. Yeah. It was quite possibly the most funniest thing. Yeah. Willie, I seen in a while. he flies when he drives that bus. You always wanted Willie to be driving your bus when you were going home because you were going to make TRL. <laughs> you were going to make TRL. You were going to make TRL. Yeah. Mary Little, she would fly. You know, I was on a, I was in a bus wreck one time. Somebody was going so fast. I think her, her name was Sharon, not Sharon Cottle, but her, remember when Sharon Cottle would drive the bus, Greg Small? Yes. Sharon's bus? Yes. Did you ever drive Sharon's bus? I th- I went, I stood on out with Jessica one time. So I, I stood on out with Greg. Casper? Casper. Casper. I said that. You did. I did. I said, well, what you talking about, Casper? What you talking about, Casper? I also said, who's going to get it? And, well, hang on. Let's not get ahead of ourselves because we've got to talk back to Kevin. So, we go out. We see Willie. All the kids are obviously leaving at this point. We head back. And Kevin's standing at his door. Candace has got to leave. You know, we've held her over an hour now. So, she's got to go. She's got prior engagements. Um, so, we step into Kevin's room. Yeah. And Class is over at this time. Yeah, class is over. So, Kevin kind of just stands there and talks to us for a minute. And there were two very important things that happened. And they're important because I feel like when we talk about some of our stories, to people who weren't with us when we were growing up, they just don't understand the connection that we all had. Right. So, it's two hard very to describe. important things. It is. And you talk about that connection, and I just want to touch on that for just a second. Like, I sometimes wonder what that was, because I still can go through my yearbook now. I can flip to every single student. Cover the names with my hands and tell you who each one of them are. Now yes. I don't I don't know their new names because they're married, but I could tell you what they were as they yep. were when they were in the fifth grade, eighth grade, whatever. I could tell you each one, and I bet you they could do the same. I would say. I would say they could do the same, and I and I feel very confident in that because you know if you've been around Adam and I um, at all in probably the past we'll say twelve years, uh, you know Adam likes to make fun of me. <laughs> A lot. And it's usually very embarrassing stories. All with love, though. Usually with love sometimes just because you're an asshole. Uh, But he always likes to... I don't know how this got started. This is a vicious rumor. Uh, (laughs) It really happened. According according to Adam, my dancing uh, was was very subpar when we were growing up. At an eighth grade dance... 
uh, one time, all the girls were out in the middle of the floor dancing, and I just saw Amber, with, she would throw her hands up like Diamond Dallas Page, and she would look <laughs> at them, and then she would just follow her hands as she, as she would move them. And me and Kevin saw that, and we called it the Amber Dance. We're like, okay, do the Amber Dance. We throw our hands up and just start moving. And you know? they would do this, like, in front of me, like, very frequently and mind as you, we were growing up. Mind you, I hadn't seen Kevin in 12 years. Amber, how long had it been since you'd seen Kevin? Um, it had probably been close to that too. Okay, and I said, Kevin, do the Amber dance, and he immediately kicks in and does the exact same thing that this prick has been doing <laughs> for the last sixteen years. Yes, he immediately does it. He did, and it. He did I could it. not even say anything at that point. I was like, you know what? Let, I'm just going to change the topic. <laughs> You're like. Yeah. It's funny. It really it's is. Not. It's special. It's a special bond, like the memories, and it's all with love. And we talked about all the things, like we talked about Brandon Hall, and I told him about the story about the coat, the wall, and Kevin. Just hearing Kevin laugh and seeing him laugh, it was like I was looking at the fifth grade Kevin. It was hearing Kevin laugh was like you remember. You know, we were in Missy Sexton's class, and Adam and I sat side by side, and Kevin sat all the way at the back of the row, and I, Adam and I were in the front two seats. Um, and I would always see Adam look back at Kevin, and then I would look back at Kevin, and Kevin would be making a face, but the laughs is what I remember. Yes, and he would bring up things that I didn't remember. He, he would bring up things that would just kick into my mind and be like, okay, now I remember. Like, he talked about how Sabrina Anderson would walk around her class and sing, and she hated me, and I'd be like, Adam, I know you're about to laugh, so you better stop it right now, and I'm like, that's just my natural face. I always look like I'm about to laugh. <laughs> And it was really Kevin trying to make me laugh. But then she would start back singing again. And then he would, like, he he reminded me of um, when I was telling him about the Brandon Hall and the coat and the wall and him stepping all over your coat. He reminded me, he reminded me about that fight that Brandon got into with Josh Patrick. And oh, I remember geez. that Brandon was so tough. I remember that he was quiet. But you didn't want to mess with Brandon. He had the best mullet. I don't know if you remember that or not. He, he did. had the best mullet. I would love to have a Brandon Hall mullet. I'm going to look at his mullet right now. He actually. had a great mullet, yeah. And I just remember Brandon was, he was real chill. Real chill. He he was super chill. He was super chill. Except for that time that he was stepping on my $70 leather <laughs> company coat. He was just moving his, moving his leg. He was just, I guess it was a nervous tick. He, he was, was kicking his, his he kicking his legs back and forth, getting mud all over this jacket. Mm-hmm. And I proceeded to yell at him, and I was like, "Brandon, you're stepping on my coat." And unfortunately, we've got a very southern draw. And Brandon's response was not, "Excuse me, I didn't hear what you said, huh?" It wasn't what. It was wah wah wah. <laughs> and, and still today. When we don't hear each other, we go, wah, wah, wah. I mean, wah. I can't, we can't do that with everybody, but and I think I done it to you yesterday. Yeah, you said wah. something, and I was like, wah. Wah. <laughs> That's great stuff. And it was, we posted pictures of our time. Uh, we posted we our, we posted videos on social media. You really need to check out my social media. I posted videos on my Snapchat of the Jungle Gym. Look at it. And we posted, uh, and I've been reading the comments. And we had Cody Bartram comment, and he would say, uh, I'm so jealous. And it was so nice to see that from Cody. And then we would have people that wasn't in our graduating class that went to Beaver that talked about how cool Beaver was. It's amazing how much that little school impacted our community. Our community. 
I mean, you had Vance Hurley, who coaches basketball there now, commenting on it, going, Creek Strong. You got all these people who said just wonderful things about the place. Beaver Creek Elementary should have been a beaver. Should have been a beaver. Should have been a beaver. And then it was a great experience. It was. You know, and I loved going back to Beaver, but I'm going to say the best part was actually going back to Beaver with you. Yeah. Um, I appreciated, you know, that... I feel like we've done a lot of different things in life. You know, we we went to concerts. We went to different states. You know, we've been in huge cities together. We've uh, been on talk shows together. You know, we've went to football, basketball games together. We've done a lot of things together, but we've never really done sentimental things. And I think yesterday was very sentimental. It was. And it's funny that you say that. One of the funnest places that we ever went to was back home to Beaver. It was. Out of all the places we've been, think of all the places we've been together. That was the most interesting three hours I've had in years. Yeah. And I and I say that like not, I mean, I've done a fun things since then, but it that was interesting. And I think it was interesting because it was like we both clicked back into our routine. You know, you don't realize how much, you know, classical conditioning you have. You know, you get in such routines. And when I turned the corner... You know, to where I could either go outside or go in the gym. My first instinct was to go in the gym because I was going to lunch. Mm-hmm. We could easily. Do you remember when we would line up? We would line up next to the wall in the hallways. Next to the wall. It was next to the wall, alphabetical order, and we 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 had structure. That's where you learn that stuff. Yep. And that's where it all started. And I moved to Beaver when I was in the second grade, so I had to go check out. My second grade classroom. I was going through the doors down the hallway, open, trying to open the doors. They were all locked. But the one door that was unlocked was Judy Lewis's room. And that was the very first classroom that I had at Beaver. And I took a picture of it. And I put it on Snapchat and I was like standing in my second grade classroom. But the story behind that picture is that was my first classroom at Beaver. At Beaver Creek. That's where it all started right there in that classroom. That's where I met Derek Thornsbury. Derek? Derek, who lives in Georgetown apparently. Who uh, we need to invite to the Belmont studio. Yes. How Derek. awesome would it be to have Derek sitting on this couch? He probably wouldn't say much. Maybe he would, though. Probably not. You don't think so? No. He was, I don't feel like he changed that much. Good. Yeah. That's that's good. He's probably still the same. Well, even if he just threw in a line at the end, it would be worth it just to have him on. Just to it have him be. here. To hear, like, kind of his point of view from things. Yeah, because we all have our points of views. Yeah, we all have a different point of view. We all do. I mean, a lot of it lines up on the same line. Like, you know, we've all got that same general, like, oh, okay, this happened, this happened, Right, like Kayla Hall falling and breaking her tooth out. Breaking her tooth out. Everybody remembers that. Or John busting his teeth out, you know, on On the basketball. basketball pole, yes. Yeah, or you... Running on the hallway and throwing up instead of running to the bathroom in the toilet. I do not recall this event. Or when Isidore broke your knee. Isidore dislocated my patella and set my whole life into a tailspin in one 30-second push in PE class where Delfred was not paying attention, wearing his track suit, swishing all over the place. <laughs> he was. He was. He used to love those swishers. 
Yeah, you you always would swish, hear swish, Delford swish. before you'd see him. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be he would be like a dark green. He'd wear like a dark green. And he had a UK blue one. <laughs> he did. And he it always had like the the pleat elastic at the bottom and you could always like it was always above his socks. And Ron Sparkman would walk around and he'd always tug on his shirt and and shrug his shoulders. Always. 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 And Bernice, just like shaking it fast, she would shake that ass all the way down the hallway. That's Sandra. Sandra Hall. Bernice, oh, Bernice, Bernice was 100 the, years old. And I remember, um, I think it was the sixth grade because we were in Judy Taggart's class. Bernice was, was there one day and she was subbing. And, uh, you know, we grew up with some really mean ass toys. I mean, yes. and I'm pretty sure it was Joe Blair. <laughs> Through a paper wad and hit this woman in the head. Like, and she had the beehive. She used to do her hair in a beehive. Um, and she immediately put all of her stuff down, <laughs> grabbed her purse, turned the TV on, and walked out. Where'd she go? Uh, we never seen Bernice again. We never did see her again. You know, she probably died. But she did, not that day. But Not she, that day. She's dead now. She was 100 then. But... Yes, she turned the TV on and walked out. We never seen Bernice again. Never seen her again. We did a lot of. I feel like we were at our meanest. Probably, I don't know. Eighth grade was pretty bizarre. We were pretty mean in eighth grade, but I feel like we were at our meanest in sixth grade because I remember putting a wasper in Judy Tackett's seat, trying yeah. to make her sit on it. Put a condom in her top dress drawer. We did, and she found it. And we put a tack in her uh, seat as well, trying to make her sit on it. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> we wanted her to say true to her name, Judy Tackett. But we had all this different stuff that we did. But, man, it was really cool just to go back and see it again. It was. And, you know, we finished out the trip. We stopped at our local gas station. The Big that, S. The Big S that has been there for years. And uh, That's we, not changed. That uh, has not changed, actually, at all. At all. The payphone is still outside. I know, well, I picked it up and it fell apart. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work. But the bench still sits outside on the yeah. front of the store. And we left. Saw Maybelle, Donnie's wife. Saw Maybelle, Donnie's wife. She definitely remembered me. Definitely did, did not remember Adam. She never remembered me. Listen, Maybelle has seen me every day. Listen, Maybelle, Maybelle for like 10 years seen me every day and never could remember me. I was like, Maybelle, I'm Tammy's son. Oh, yeah, I thought that's who you was. <laughs> I guess I had many hairstyles and hoods up and all kinds of stuff that would confuse her. I don't know what it was, and then I knew I didn't even gonna. I wasn't even gonna try to tell her who I was when she saw me. Cause well, she kept smiling at me. That's what <laughs> got me. She kept like, here we are walking through this store, and I thought, oh my gosh, this woman probably thinks we're trying to steal from her because we're looking at everything awkwardly, looking at things. We, I did feel like we were being awkward in the big S. We were. We well, were being awkward. I, I thought I like. I kind of lost my shit when I seen the birthday cakes. <laughs> they have birthday cakes like over like in their like. I don't really know what you would even consider that. It's kind of like a, a, a glass case. Didn't you feel at home, though, in the Big S? I did. Yeah, I feel like I was at home. Like, nobody was going to say nothing to me. It was just going to be just... It felt good. Like, I was wanting to run into people. I was hoping we would run into more people. I know. It would have been nice if we could have seen some of the, you know... We could people. drive back one day and make a full day out of it. We could drive up Dry Creek, see my old house, just go visit some people. I would love to. I'm going to go ahead and declare it now. We seriously are considering a reunion. Are but we? a reunion of only people from Beaver. Yes. Are we doing it just our class? 
I think just our class. Yes, class of 2002. I mean, if, if, if somebody wants to help and, like, have, you know, kind of a bigger reunion, that's totally fine. But I, I definitely would like to just get together the Beaver Creek Elementary class of 2002. Okay, we can do that. We'll, we'll work on that, and we'll talk about that. But it was a great trip. Glad it was we, a great trip. Glad we did it. We sang Shania Twain the whole way home. Any man of mine, right? Whose bed have you boots been under? What was another one we said? If you're not in it for love, I'm out of here. Um, you win my love. No one needs to know right now. Um, that don't impress me much. We didn't sing that one. We started to, but then you were like, I can't sing this. <laughs> I didn't. That song was okay. It was okay. But, disclaimer here. Spoiler alert. We watched the new Halloween, and it sucked. I cannot believe that Halloween sucked this bad. I had so much anticipation for this movie. Jamie Lee Curtis returning. John Carpenter was involved. And it was horrible. One out of ten. I give it one out of ten only because Jamie Lee Curtis was in it. She was the one. You know, we could probably sit here all day and go back and forth about what we feel went wrong. I'm just going to go ahead and say it was very disorganized. And some of the things that we've known to be true about Michael Myers did not get held up. They did a lot of nods to, you know, the movies that, you know, happened between the first movie and H2O. Uh, so we're talking, you know, nods from two, three, not three. Actually, yes, three, because uh, the masks the kid had on were from the Shamrock. Mm. Uh, so two, three, four, five. Uh, not much from six. Well, I guess no, six was the sheets. Uh, the sheets hanging, so six yeah. and H2O, a lot of nods. They should have ended it after H2O when Lori, she was badass in that movie. She chopped his head off. They should have ended it. They should have ended it there. Uh, this one, we had a lot of questions going into it. You know, poor Banks has aggravated me to death for the last two weeks trying to figure out if this movie was going to take place after the first or second Halloween. And it, it ended up explaining that it was the first one because she said he killed five people. He did kill five people that yep. was documented in Halloween 1. I think there were some deaths that wasn't documented. Like, I watched the movie just today, so I remember... <laughs> Yeah, he killed a few people when he, like, escaped. He killed the guy at the train tracks and stuff. I don't think that was ever documented. It was Michael, maybe. But it was the teenagers and stuff he killed on the Halloween night. So it was after the first one. So there was still a lot of unanswered questions. Were they brother and sister? I don't think they were. I don't know. Because they never did say it was her her brother. I mean, but that was the only link that put them together. Which I get, you know, where they were trying to go with it now. Like, oh, he was just some, you know deranged, you know, psychotic serial killer. But why was she why was he obsessed with Lori Strode? I think it's maybe because that's the kill that got away. Maybe yeah. that was his intent was nobody got away from him. Yeah. But she did. But she did. Well, but see there was other people that got away from him. Like Dr. Loomis got away. Um but he died. Uh the nurse in the beginning with Dr. Loomis got away. So I don't know what his fixation was on Lori. It made sense that it was his sister. It did. It made a lot of sense. And it tied back to the whole Judith. It it explained like he wanted to kill his family. He killed Judith. Whatever happened to Michael's parents? Um, I don't know. It doesn't really tell us anything. You know, when we pick up in Halloween one, we pick up with pretty much Lori Strode's father has this house for sale. And it come, you know, you come to find out that she's actually Judith Meyer, mm-hmm. or is it? Is uh, she, she's Lori Myers. No, because her name wasn't Lori. 
It wasn't? No. Well, Judith Myers got murdered by Michael when he was six. He murdered Judith. So Lori was adopted, apparently. Was adopted out, and that's where the first movie takes place, was, you know, she's, you know, she's 17. I think she was the age, you know, that the older sister got killed, and he's back, and he needs to kill her. Yes. And that was where, you know, one picked up. But... And then, but the parents found Michael after he killed Judith, and it's like, Michael, and then you never see the parents again, so did he kill the parents, too? I, I don't think so. Uh, I think Rob Zombie actually was the only one that touched on the parents um, and got the parents more involved. I don't think John Carpenter did, really... Did the parents die? No, the Rob parents Z- did not die in um, the Rob Zombie. I guess the dad did, uh, but not the mom. I like the Rob Zombie first Halloween because it did explain the Judith death a little bit more in detail. It told that backstory a little bit it better. Did. It did. In it, the it childhood of backstory. Yes. The second one was horrible. Yeah. I still am going to go on record and say that Halloween 5 is my absolute favorite. Halloween 5? Halloween 5. I loved Jamie. Um, I loved her whole character. I guess that's uh, Danielle Harris. Would you like to see her come back? Um, She died, didn't she? No, she actually came. You know, Danielle Harris herself actually came back and was in the Rob Zombie movie. But Jamie died, didn't she? Uh, No. Well, yeah, no, she did in the sixth one, in the opening of the sixth. Did Rachel die? Rachel died uh, in the fifth. Did you like Rachel? I did like Rachel. Yeah. Rachel was a very strong um, protagonist in the fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much in the fifth because, you know, they definitely stepped aside or, you know, made her step aside a little and let Daniel Harris kind of come out and shine. Um, all in all, though, part five, definitely my favorite. I feel like it had the best storyline. And it kind of encompassed everything you think about, you know, when you hear, you know, Scream made this famous, you know, you've got your rules, you know, for scary movies, you know, don't have sex, don't do drugs, and, you know, if you have sex, you're going to get killed, if you do drugs, you're going to get killed, if you're a cop, you're going to get killed, and I feel like Halloween 5 followed all of those rules. It was good, but don't go watch Halloween, save your money, wait till it comes out on Netflix. Definitely save your money. Well, Amber, I want to thank you for being on the show, as always. Thank you. It was fun to go back to Beaver, though. It was fun to go back to Beaver. We didn't see Kelly Hall. I am so... Kelly Hall, I am so sad I did not see you. Would you have liked to see Kelly? I would have loved to see Kelly, as my husband makes mean faces at him. (laughs) He was a good teacher, though. He was a great teacher. I liked Bobby Dwayne, too. He was a good teacher. I learned a lot about practical living from Bobby Dwayne. You know, the second part to that before we end completely is the phone rang in Kevin's classroom. Mm -hmm. And what did you do? I said, I'll get it. Who's going to get and it? And Kevin said, who's going to get it? And he laughed and he pointed at me and said, who's going to get it? He who's loved it. He remembers it. It's implanted into our heads, all of us. It is. All those memories. All those memories. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the show. That's Amber. I'm Adam Bates. I will see you in the next episode. Spin all the whole show me what you're working with. Shake your ass. Watch yourself. Shake your ass. Show me what you're working with.